Hey, this is Daniel. Thanks for listening to DIY Money. If you haven't already, be sure to give us a five-star review on iTunes so your friends know that they can learn from the show. Also, follow us everywhere on social at DIY Money Podcast. If you haven't already, be sure to check out the video on YouTube. We've got some awesome bonus content there. Now, enjoy the show. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. You're listening to another edition of DIY Money. DIY Money. DIY Money. What else is shaking in your world, Daniel? Life is good. Life is good. What makes it good? Uh, I'm apparently amazing at fantasy football, which we'll talk about next time Logan's on the show. Ah! Are you winning your league? Second place. That's fantastic. Are you, 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 I'm guessing, here's what I guess about you. Cause this, I'm guessing. Because when I go into the NCAA March Madness polls, yeah. there's always people who just say, oh, a two versus a five, the two's going to win. A 13 versus a one, the one's going to win. So they'll they'll take the odds. Whereas somebody like myself would be like, oh boy, I really like the Creighton, uh, you know, UMass upset. So let's go, even though it's a 5-12, you know, whatever. You are approaching this. Not necessarily knowing who the players are that you're putting no in, idea who they are. but it's only based on the rankings, and you're putting in the good players that you have the ability to buy and trade for and so forth. As much accurate? as possible. Yeah. Yeah. No flyers. While taking into some qualitative injury reports and so forth, but yes. Now, what's the... I, I started getting the, you know, Las Vegas line mail that's starting to come in. What's that all about? I mean, are we getting comped at hotels oh, here yeah. soon or what? Hopefully. All right. I was just going to say, we're so impressed with your play that we'd like to invite you to stay in one of our suites. Uh, Joking, it, of course. Yes, of course. All right. Uh, let's, let's, uh, what else is housekeeping? Swag is awesome. I'm going to wear my new uh, hoodie that I got on the next show. It's awesome, by the way. I have my kids, you know, they want some now. So that's going to be Are there kid Christmas sizes? gifts. Yeah, of course. You get all Please. sizes, colors. And have you not looked at this, apparently? Anyways. Not for my kids. Okay. No. Yeah, so all, all, your family should be all swagged out. Yeah. Swagged out on the DIY money swag. Uh, tribe is rocking. Insta's still rocking. All things are rocking. We're rocking around the Christmas tree. Not yet. I did start listening to a little Christmas music the what? other day. They got it on a local station here. Have you heard the acapella arrangement of the 12 Days of Christmas that's kind of going around? It is awesome. It's no. a mashup with, and I, now I can't think of the, the song name, uh, Africa. It's a 12 Day of Christmas. Google this. Friends and family out there listening to this podcast, Google the mashup 12 Days of Christmas and Africa. Yeah. It's awesome. Really, So you really don't good. silo your holidays. Like you're not all in on Thanksgiving right now and waiting for Christmas. No, I just was messing around with the stations and the local station had Christmas music on and it put me in a good cheery mood. I was like, ah, I'm in a cheery mood. Hey, righto. Crikey. I'll be cheery after the... Fourth Thursday in November. All right, let's go. We got a great question here from Steve. What do you got? D-I-Y. D-I-Y. Money. Hey, guys. Stevie Vetter here. I'm 28 years old. I'm a resident physician. Currently making $62,000 a year in a year and a half. I'll finish my training, and I'll be making around $250,000 a year pre-tax. I have $327,000 of student loans, majority medical school loans, no other loans, um, on cars or credit cards, no credit cards owned. Um, I have about $27,000 in cash in my bank account because um, I uh, save, save, save. Really no other good reason. Uh, my question is, do I place a lump sum of 
maybe fifteen, sixteen thousand dollars after I have my three to six month savings um, and emergency fund paid out, do I deposit that seventeen thousand dollars onto my loans that are currently exorbitant compared to my income, um, especially while they're in a zero percent interest rate until January twenty twenty two? Or do I just use this money and have a little bit more fun in my life um, since my debt to income ratio is is so high and then wait to when I become a fully fledged physician and I'll be making a lot more money and then cut pay down my loans in three to four years. Thanks guys. I appreciate the podcast and I love the DIY money intro. Okay. Okay. Let's cut the commercial. Let's, let's get this. I know where we're going with this one. I love the question, first of all, and the enthusiasm of the intro, by the way, mm-hmm. if you're listening and you're wondering how to bump to the top of the uh, queue, give me some enthusiastic opening because he just sent this in last week and I was like, boom. I think you took on the shape of a unicorn. Steve, like Vetter, what was his last name? He had a fire last I think name. that was like, correct. Hey guys, Stevie Vetter here. If, he, if the whole medical thing doesn't work out, he can go into broadcasting. That is the voice of an angel. Yeah, that pays better. A <laughs> uh, couple of things. First of all, if you heed what I'm about to say, Steve, you will be so thankful in about 10 years, maybe sooner. Here's what I encourage you to do. When you start making the good money that you have worked so hard to make, please, please continue to live like you are making $62,000 a year. I cannot tell you the number of medical professionals, and many, I I, I guarantee there's people listening right now that are in the profession, you have been making big money for years, and you're broke. You're broke. You're living paycheck to paycheck. You got an exorbitant debt, cars, you know, in a big house, beautiful neighborhood, kids are going to private school, you're part of the country club, you know, because you deserve it. Because you spent all that time in medical school and your residence and your fellowship and all the rest of that. And now we need to have a little fun, as Steve said. And unfortunately, what happens is you start acquiring these things. You may even pay cash for some of these things. Insurance, maintenance, upkeep, and you name it, that continues to take its toll on your bi-monthly paycheck. And pretty soon, you're paycheck to paycheck, and you're making three, dollars $400,000 a year. How do I know this? Because I see it every day, constantly. It's unbelievable to me. And I think we kind of set it up this way. I-, I hate to say it. We? The system. Because Steve has probably been, I mean, he's 28. He's been in school for... Ever. Ever. And he's sick of it. And all he does is work and then study and work and study. And then sometimes he's going to come and he's going to get that big paycheck. But Steve, be different. It's just a little bit longer. Sock the money away towards these student loans. Gazelle-like intensity. Friends are doing all this other nonsense, and they will be. And it will be hard. Harder than it is to say no to, you know, thirsty Thursdays when you got a test on Friday. I know that's difficult. But this will be even harder when they're buying the Beamers and the Benz or the Teslas. I'm sorry. They're going to buy all the Teslas and they buy the new house and you want to do the same, but you're living in your parents' basement. You're driving your Honda. But here's what will happen. You will leapfrog them in wealth 
Some people listening may go, 327,000, that's crazy. I can't believe somebody, well, guess what? He's going from 62 to 250. So let's say he busted his butt and could make 100. That's a $150,000 increase because he got $327,000 in student loans. And what I would say to that is, what's the ROI? What's over 50%? Pretty good ROI. A lot of debt, pretty good ROI. Pay it off, Steve. Pay it off. Don't live like all the other people that are going to graduate with their white coats. Or do you get a white coat when you start? I always get that confused. <laughs> and, and they spend their money, and then they end up broke. What say you, Daniel? Certainly they don't get a white coat until they're done. I don't know. There's a white coat ceremony. I think that's when you're Resident? inducted into medical school or something like uh, that. I don't know. How, how do you know works. who's a real doctor? They have a stethoscope on. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. Fair. I have no idea. I have no clue. I just made that up. You're a doctor. I didn't see your badge. Sorry. There's some kind of process like that. Because somebody, just recently, somebody was like, oh, you know, white coat ceremony. And I was like, holy cow, I already graduated? She's like, no, she's going. I was like, oh, okay. So anybody can walk into your room with a white coat and you're like, maybe they don't embroider it until you, until you, or they, you know, your name and then they add the MD when you. Oh, it's like the stars at Cracker Barrel. That might be it. I don't know. Let's talk about Steve and him not doing what he really wants to do, which is spend his money and have a little fun. Yeah, he shouldn't have fun for the next three years. Be miserable, Steve. Yeah. I mean, not miserable, but... Yes, miserable. He's led an okay life, I think, up until now. He's managed. He's got on well. Uh, he's a resident, so it's not like he has that much extra time on his hands. He has no extra time. You watch Grey's Anatomy? Holy cow. No, I didn't. Uh, What's going on right now? It's like in his 52nd season. I think his future self is going to really thank him if he really gets aggressive and, and pays this down. And it seems like, I mean, he's got no other debt going on. Um, so he can really attack this pretty quickly, I think, especially in a year and a half when he starts getting pretty good income. Now, well, but you know as well as I do, mm-hmm. he's going to, the take home is, he's well, going to yeah, be like, what? Down dramatically. Uh, yeah, but. number one, you're going to start socking 10% away in your retirement account, right? You're going to start putting, so that's 25000 right off the top. Now you're at two twenty five. The government's going to take their 40%. So you're, you're basically bringing home $3,500 every paycheck. And again, you might think, well, that's amazing. That's a lot more. Well, it, it, when you're socking, you know, 2000 of that away, that's $48,000 a year going to your student loans. It, it's it's going to still take some time. It's going to be tough. Yeah, but he can get pretty aggressive on it, I think. Now, uh, I probably wouldn't sock down, if it were me, I wouldn't sock down a huge chunk now while you're paying 0% interest on student loans. But the minute that, that those go to uh, interest again in February of 2022 then I would make a big lump sum payment, try to be paying as little interest as possible. But yeah, I mean, once you get that bump up in salary, uh, if you could keep the you know the apartment you have now or the condo you have now or whatever it is and live at least a year or two uh, as if so that you're just chunking as much money away, it's going to stink. Like You're not going to like it. Uh, we went through periods like that where we kind of lived as if uh, as income rose over time. And it's not really fun because you're like, well, I f- we could do better than this. But if you really pay off that debt and set yourself up, you're going to look back and be extremely thankful for that. The flip side is you still have this debt and five or 10 years later, you really want to be doing something, whether it is buying a house or going on vacations or uh, you just want to be done with it, really. Uh, you kind of want it to be in the rear view and you still have 50, 60% of that debt still outstanding. It just becomes this 
anchor that holds you down uh, for years upon years. So the sooner that you just go ahead and, and get really aggressive and pay that off, you're already used to living whatever standard of living you have. Uh, so if you can just maintain that, knowing that on the flip side of that is decades of just really freedom, go for it. You know who David Goggins is? Yes. So he was the, he's the Navy SEAL. He yes. was dropped like, you know, mm-hmm. 200 pounds or whatever. You could Google or YouTube, you know, Goggins motivation. Mm-hmm. I have a a clip that I have saved and I I promise myself one thing. When I get up on Tuesday morning or Thursday morning, which are my run days, and it's 5.15 and I'm going outside at 5.30, it's dark, it's cold, it's miserable, and I would rather sit in my house, I, I promise myself the following. I will listen to this clip, and if I still choose to stay in, that's on me. But I have to listen to the clip. That's what I've promised myself. Mm-hmm. I've never chosen to stay inside. Why do I say that? Save this episode. Because in six months, in nine months, in 12 months, whatever it is, you're going to struggle. And you're going to be like, oh, I'm exhausted. Come back to this episode. We're talking to you, Steve. And I want to hear about the success in the future. And you have made this decision to pay off this debt and be gazelle-like intense and live like no other so that you can live like no other in the future. I'm totally stealing all of Ramsey's stuff right now. (laughs) But it's truth, and it will change your life, and it will change the trajectory of your family's life for a very, very long time. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. I think uh, one thing I would want to encourage him with is the first, what, one-third to one-half of paying off debt is terrible. Yeah, because it feels like nothing's moving. It just feels like you're throwing money away and it's still really far off. Uh, what I would do, whether it's on your statements or whether create a spreadsheet, is I would track how much interest you're paying every month because it's really motivating in that first third or half to see the amount of interest you're paying each month going down dramatically, which means then that the amount of your dollars going to the principal and knocking off the balance uh, is increasing every month. So uh, that was one way when, when we had... Um, uh, more debt early on that, w- that we stayed motivated with that is just going, okay, we're paying this much in interest just to have this debt exist. And we want to see that dramatically go down uh, to zero, obviously. Yep. So. I think Daniel and I are both testaments, testament, testaments, whatever, examples of people who have decided early on that we were going to live different than other people while other people were doing all of these great things. I remember it vividly. And now, fast forward, we can do all the great things and don't have to be concerned about debt or putting it, how we're going to pay for it or all the rest of this stuff. It's true in this situation, and I feel for people, the price inflation we're seeing in grocery stores and gas pumps, utilities is real. It's it's absolutely real, and I'm certain it's hurting people's pocketbooks and will continue to, to hurt their pocketbooks in the, in the future. It's much easier to absorb variable price increases in your budget when you have little to no fixed debt payments. That's a huge, huge difference to think of as well. So anyways, that's it. Let's wrap it up. That was good. All right, Steve. Great question. We'll send you a $25 gift card. You could probably sell that for $20 and apply it towards the $327,000 in debt. I'll make a dent. 
<laughs> All right. Remember, friends, the secret to wealth is pretty simple. Live on less than you make, even if you make a ton of money. And invest the rest or pay off debt. Good. And do so for a very long time. Make it a great one. Thanks for listening to this episode of the show. If you want content delivered to you regularly, be sure to follow us on Instagram at DIY.money. And if you want your question aired on the show, be sure to send that to us and you'll get $25 Amazon gift card. This show is for entertainment and educational purposes only and is not intended as personal financial advice. Before making any financial decision, please do your homework and consult a financial advisor as needed.